Well, hello everyone. It's Renata Bernardi here from the Job Hunting Podcast. This is episode number two. And I have to say, guys, it took me a million years, it looked like, getting the first episode on air. And it's now on air. But seriously, you really need to put time into things, don't you? I had no idea how hard it was. And in fact, the first time I had a go at the first episode, I screwed up with some, what is it? I don't even know what it's called. It made my voice sound like Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos. I don't know if you're following that story, but she made up this deep voice. <laughs> and my first episode was in that deep voice. And I uh, struggled to figure it out why, but I managed. Ah, thank goodness. So episode number two. Two reasons why you may be struggling at job interviews. You know, by the end of the 20 minutes, I'll probably go above two reasons because I love talking about this topic. And the next one, the next episode won't be about job interviews, but I just wanted to have another go at this because I feel quite strongly about the two things I have prepared to say. And who knows, I may come up with a few more as I go along. Oh, give me a microphone and I can keep going forever. So I've noticed this a lot and I've struggled with it myself, but not as much as other people, especially clients and people around me that I am often, you know, trying to convince them to do what I'm about to tell you, which is thing number one. If you're struggling with job interviews, apply for jobs. Nothing beats experience, fellows. And I'm not talking about your work experience the experience and the tool set that you will bring once you do get your new job that you will carry with you into a promotion where you're working or take with you to another employer. In fact, when I talk about job interviews, I don't just mean, you know, like the formal job interviews you would go to to get a, not a job in a different organization. It also applies to internal conversations you might be having about potential promotions and so on. It's the same cord. It's the same kind of muscle you have to develop over time. But one thing that I've mentioned, and oh, I'll mention my husband here. When we moved to Australia, we live in Melbourne, Australia. We're originally from Brazil. It took my dear husband, my lovely man, years to apply for a job in Australia. And and it's because it's it's really tricky to change countries. He had a very good employer overseas and he worked overseas in a very, very flexible way. And it really did suit us in adapting to a different country and having that certainty of having money coming in, quite frankly. So that was really helpful. But what people tend to do and what he did as well is to f say or think, I will apply when I see a perfect job. And when that perfect job comes along, I will then send my application. Well, that is the wrong way to go about, about it, in my view, because what you're doing then is you're putting yourself in a situation where you absolutely want that job and you have no experience in applying for that role, right? So that won't do. I mean, it may do and you you might be successful, but my role is to get as many people into as many jobs as possible, right? And I'm looking at best practices here and I I'm really strongly believe that the best thing you can do for yourself is to get good at doing job interviews. It's a different strength that you 
you're either born with it, not many people are because it's a very artificial situation, but you can get better at it. You can develop an ability to manage your anxiety and your stress levels better and to speak about yourself. Oh gosh, speaking about oneself is just so hard. And it's speaking in a way that you're not a tall poppy nor humble enough. You know, you just have to do it in such a way that showcases your strengths in the right measure. And that takes time. I mean, it's taking time for me to develop this podcast ability, right? Like, uh, it takes time, even if you're really, you're really passionate about it. And in my case, with the podcast, as an example, I may know a lot of things, but talking about it, especially by myself in my office, it just feels weird. Interviews are the same. They feel weird until you try and you do it over and over and over again. And that's very common. I see people that tell me, for example, oh, you know, I will only do, uh, I will only buy clothes when I lose weight or I will only go on a vacation after I pay all my bills. Well, actually, that's probably a good idea. Although, you know, I've been struggling with that personally myself. You know, should I go on a holidays or should I pay all my bills? (laughs) Everybody goes through that, but you can't just postpone things that you need to do. In my case, a holiday is actually going back to see my family, which um, is a big investment on, on my part. So you know what I mean? You have to actually take that leap of faith and apply for jobs. But Renato, are you saying I should apply for jobs that I don't want? Maybe, you know, I wouldn't say jobs that you don't want, but you to develop that muscle and also to develop an understanding of the marketplace and different sectors and different organizations. Put yourself out there in the best possible light. You know, this podcast and the um, content that I'm developing is supposed to help you with that. But give some of the employers a go. Give some opportunities a go and try them out. And if they fit some of your criteria, I would suggest that, yes, you send them an application. Worst comes to worst, and we'll talk about this more in in another podcast, but I think that there's a lot to gain from meeting recruiters, headhunters, HR managers, and networking with them and showcasing that you, you are interested to know more about the organization, about the role that they are offering. And and Jeff Morgan, who is an amazing mentor of mine and an amazing expert in, in recruitment in this country of Australia, you may know Jeff from Morgan and Banks and Talent2 and the original Monster.com, which he and his business partner sold uh, eventually. But, you know, they're really into that expertise deeply and he said something to me many years ago that I'll never never forget he said go for it because an interview should go both ways they're interviewing you but you're interviewing them and never forget that that you know up to the point where you sign on the dotted line it's all you know up for negotiation it's all stuff that you can try to steer and influence in whatever direction you want so I I think it's really important for candidates not to put them in the position that they are inferior in any way to in that negotiation they had they are at par with the people that they are negotiating with. Okay, so that's that's my first big, big 
tip is to make sure that you apply, that you go through opportunities that you find online and uh, through people that you know and give it a go. Don't need to be perfect. You just need to be you and bring your the strengths that you have and apply them to the selection criteria that they have and Bob's your uncle. See how that, that turns out. Because once you do that, you're going to be uh, managing the second aspect of this podcast episode, which is your stress levels. And I know I spoke about it as one of the three tips in my previous podcast, but I I want to give you a, a few examples. So Andrea comes to Australia, finally decides to apply for a couple of jobs, finds his sort of ideal perfect job and it really was a really interesting role for him and (laughs) walks into this situation and of course he has a great resume so they said yep come in for an interview I knew he was going to get an interview but he hadn't been interviewed for a long time plus he had not been interviewed in a second language in a, a different country so all of that made him quite anxious on the day and he walked in and there was a panel and he wasn't expecting that we come from a country that's way more informal so this was very kind of anglo-saxon for for him and he freaked out and he performed really poorly at the interview which is a shame and the stress totally blocked his ability to to shine and to showcase that he did have the skills for the role which he knew and I knew and they possibly thought he had as well because they called him in for for the chat but now it didn't work out it didn't work out for him he has a great job now too so that's that's good but it took him that experience to understand that you really do have to give things a go more than once and not you know wait until the the top job comes along and um and think that you're gonna nail it because as good as you may be as a project manager, engineer, HR, recruiter, consultant, whatever it is that you do, that does not mean that you are a good interviewer or interviewee, apologies. That is a different muscle That's and, and the stress will sink in and will block all of that good experience and knowledge that you want to share with them with the panel. So there you go. I think this is going to be a very quick episode, 12 minutes. I don't want to speak for much longer. I want my episodes to be between 15 and 20 minutes long. So I ask you to sign up, subscribe, follow me on social media and definitely have a look at the uh, podcast on my website because you can leave me comments and ask me questions for future episodes. One thing that I wanted to do, start doing now, because I I think it's going to be a good idea, is to talk about a book at the end of every episode. And this one, I think, is very fitting for the topic. It's a book by my good friend Lynn Kazali, and it's called Ish, The Problem with the pursuit, our pursuit for perfection and the life-changing practice of good enough. I think this book is gold. I just bought it and um, I haven't read it yet, but I've seen Lynn speak about it. Lynn Kazali is a, an amazing intellectual of all things to do with getting organized for work. She's an agile uh, expert. She speaks at a lot of agile 
conferences around the world. She just came back from Washington, D.C., where she was the keynote speaker in an HR international conference. And this pursuit of perfection is, is something that is really prominent these days in our world. And um, we're feeling that overwhelm all the time. And I got the book out of the shelf to read because I've just finished a book and I, I wanted to start a new one tonight. And I thought, well, I might as well tell you about it. And in a few podcasts later, I might tell you what I thought as well. But the problem with our pursuit for perfection and the life-changing practices of good enough. I think you, I think the way to say this, the, the name of this book is perfect-ish, perfect-ish. Yes, that's the way to say it. Sorry, Lynn. <laughs> In the show notes below, I will put a link to the book and Lynn's website. And um, you can buy it if you're interested. Otherwise, wait and I'll tell you what I felt when I was reading the book and, and my understanding of it. But should work for people that are struggling to step up for potential interviews and start giving it a go and developing that muscle. Thanks, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe and ciao for now.